Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Thriving Adoptees podcast. So it's uh, just me again today. Um, I hope that's okay. Uh, yesterday, we were talking about uh, seeing our wholeness. Seeing our wholeness. And today I thought, well, we need to go deeper than just seeing, don't we? So what's deeper than seeing? What's deeper than seeing that we're whole? What is that? It's feeling whole, isn't it? it it's the difference between uh, a change of mind and a change of heart. There's something more profound about something that we feel in our heart uh, than something that we feel, we think in our mind, something that we see. Uh, so there's a there's a deepening there's a deepening and for me it sounds a little bit it sounds a little bit like um that a clash with what we know how we normally see how, how we normally see understanding right so i think we normally maybe i'm just speaking myself here um i speak for myself I used to see understanding as a one or a, a zero, as a, a yes or a no, as a black or a white. And uh, so there's a real kind of left brain, over simplified, perhaps logic to this. So I'm thinking about chemistry Chemi chemistry lessons for some reason that's the the metaphor that comes to my mind so you've you've got we so we used to we had a real um hard the hardest teacher in the school the toughest teacher in the school a real nasty piece of work um was our was our chemistry teacher and he, he had a you know to do an experiment you had to list you had a list of uh in instructions sorry you had a list of equipment and you had a, a, a process to follow. And, and following that process would get you the outcome to that was there to illustrate the scientific process. So you kind of, you you, you learned the process uh, and, and, and so you understood how to do the process or how you didn't do the process. Perhaps more simpler than that and uh, going back to uh, earlier in my uh, education, you learned that two plus two equals four. Right, you learn, we learn, used to recite our times table. So you you either know that two plus two equals four, or you don't. It's a one or a zero. It's a yes or no. It's a right or wrong. So when we uh, see our wholeness, it's not like that. It's more like a, a spectrum of seeing it. So it might we we might see something for ourselves. As, as a new idea, but that new idea grows over time. It, it, it gathers momentum. It becomes more, more whole. And the idea that I'm thinking about here, the specific thing for, for me, is that that moment when I had the, uh, had the outburst talking to a good 
yeah, a great person, a lady called Sarah Kreutzer. And I said, this is 14 years ago, right? My birth mother didn't love me enough to keep me. She gave me the teddy bear as a consolation prize. Now, I didn't say it like that. There was a lot more then and behind it. And there was a lot more, there was a lot of swear words actually involved in that, mainly beginning with that. And she said, uh, she said, I'm a mum, Simon, and I don't think it was like that. And, and at that moment, I saw that she was correct. I, I saw the truth. I saw that it, it was highly unlikely. And that it was like that. And yet, eight years later, when I read the letter from my birth mum to the social worker about buying me uh, a, a teddy bear, I felt the same, uh, what I'd seen logically in my head, I saw, felt, see the trick? What I'd, what I'd seen logically in my head, and it, it, it felt fairly profound at the time, I felt at a, a profoundness level, like way, way deeper than that I don't know 10 times 100 times deeper so they see the distance the, the, there's there's a depth there's a there's a change from um, a, a, a theory an idea a concept to a felt experience that's what we're talking about here movement from a from well yeah from from, from theory to practice from abstract perhaps to concrete, from seen to felt. And it, it it's that that feeling of wholeness has for me infinite depth. So it's hard to put these that this depth thing into into words. So First metaphor that comes to my mind is the is a, a, a an ocean, right? So the, the there's the, there's a force ten gale blowing. So we could see that force ten gale as as the uh, as the trauma maybe, uh, it, it, metaphor for trauma. And yet we go the further the deeper down we go. It, 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 into the the depths of the ocean, the calmer and stiller it it gets, and that would that might be a great metaphor for for who we are, right? We're on the surface, we're stormy, and at our profound depths, we're still. And isn't that what all what all of us want? We want um, we want peace. The other metaphor that comes to mind, not sorry, not the metaphor that comes to mind is this: is this phrase by this guy, this um, uh, I think he was a psych, psychoanalyst and also a, um, a spiritual teacher, um, like a Jesuit priest, Pierre Teilhard, Pierre Teilhard du Jardin. 
and he said his his quote is is used in uh, is uh, expressed differently. The version that I think I see that I love is is this idea of as uh, we're we're not we're not human beings having a spiritual experience. We're one spiritual being having seven billion, eight billion human experiences. Right, one, right. So one spiritual being, one spiritual being having, I don't know, 7 billion uh, experiences. If we look at this in the adoptee um, sector, you'd say uh, from an adoptee's perspective, we could say we're one spiritual being having, how many adoptees are in the world? 3 million, 5 million? We're having 5 million adoptees experience and in that experience is is all the day-to-day stuff right so all our uh our our thoughts so that 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 thought that runs away with us sometimes why did my birth mother give me up or how can i find my birth mother how can i reconnect with my birth family so those thoughts um, that those in the experiences, the thoughts in the experiences, the the feelings that that um, that feeling that we all have that we're not we're not good enough, we're substandard somehow. Um, that feeling sometimes a feeling of anger, sometimes the feeling we're going to be rejected again, and the project like the projection of rejection. So we're we're taking something that we perceived happened to us in the past, and we're perceiving it forward into the future. So. The, the human or the adoptee's experience has got essentially all the trauma. It's got essentially all the trauma in it, but it's not who we are at our essence, at our essence. We are one spiritual being. So the, there is, if if we are just one spiritual being, um, there's uh, then there can be only one. I mean, that's a line from them. That's a good Highland, uh, a line from Highlander that can be only one. So, if there is only one spiritual being, and um, so we talk about um, spirit, and some people don't like that word spirit because it sounds like religious. So, we're talking about you know, another synonym and a different word meaning the same is consciousness or awareness. So, the awareness, the thing that is aware of the trauma. Right, the context which is available. Sorry, the context or the consciousness that is conscious of the trauma. So simple. Let, let me make this really try to make it seem as simple as possible. Right. So you've got the context, right? The space in which the content, right, the content of our mind uh, appears and our, our feelings and our thoughts. And the, the spiritual being, the awareness or the consciousness, that's whole, that's whole. That, so that is the unfundamental, the, 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 the essence of us is fundamentally unwoundable. Compared to the our experience, that's where all the trauma, the, the, all the trauma is. So, uh, I've likened this recently to 
um, as having a, a, a spiritual stab vest, right? So if we're wearing a spiritual stab vest, so saw something on television last night, um, a, a butcher was uh, preparing some, some meat and uh, I've seen butchers, my I've seen butchers, uh, my wife's uncle was a, a butcher, great guy, unfortunately no longer with us. You see them wearing it like a chainmail glove, right? So a, ch a chainmail, it looks like something a knight would wear. Yeah. And, and and he's got a glove. So when he's he's chopping with one hand and he and, and he and he's and he's holding the meat with a an, another hand, the other hand has got a, a chainmail glove on it. So that if the knife slips, the um the the chainmail is going to protect the hand. The guy that I saw last night, butcher last night, he's where he was wearing a chainmail, like a chainmail jacket underneath his butcher's apron. So if pre presumably maybe he was just ultra cautious guy or, or maybe his hand had slipped in the past and it and it, it and he'd been cutting so hard it, it slipped and um and it, it hit the table and and, and like uh, ricocheted off and hit him in the in the chest and that's where he he, he were wore a like a full chainmail jacket it, it if if once we see our unwoundability once we perhaps perhaps more specifically once we feel our unwoundability then we um uh, we well, feel our unwoundability uh, our unwoundability it's like having that chainmail jacket so who we are can't be cut by a knife and if there's no cut there's no wound uh, and this gets back to something that I felt for myself very deeply the first time, like eight years ago, I felt I am fundamentally unwoundable. I have felt wounded, but I'm not my feelings. The essence of who I am, the essence of who we all are, is fundamentally uh, unwoundable, and our wholeness is hidden by our trauma. Thanks a lot. Speak to you soon.